Bring Candy Podcast. Ooh, that was lovely, Susie. Yeah, a little vibrato for you. You're welcome. Episode I don't know how to do that. <laughs> 715. Hello. How the heck are you? I'm good. Mm. I'm, uh, you know, I'm like fine. <laughs> That's a great answer. Like, I am there's nothing. Medium. I'm medium. Like, yeah. nothing too, like, middle of the road. Like, like. Hey, my grandma used to say no news is good news. You know what no I mean? No news. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's like fine. Yeah. It feels it's nice. Fine. Yes. All like right. There's well, nothing good. I'm I'm complaining about at this current moment. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Adam's going to kill me for telling this story, but I don't know why you just made yes. me think of it. I love that. I'm like scared to tell it. But Same. okay. Okay. So tell me what you think of this. Yes. We I love this already. We got into a squirmish. Uh-huh. As people do. <laughs> also known as a skirmish. Okay. So we were we did estate planning for oh, our yeah. white trash estate over here. And <laughs> for our two two items that we own. And um but it's like a big old binder and it's like um not just like money stuff, it's like custody of our child yeah. if we die or like if if I'm in an accident, do I want to be on the life support? All yeah, this things. is very important. I've been talking to a lot of people about this recently. It really is, but it, it boy, is it is a pain in the a sometimes because yeah, if you if you do the whole deal, I mean, it takes a minute. So we had to get this notary over here to to do it, and you got to get a witness, but the witness can't be a family member, and it really can't be anybody named in the darn thing. So who are you going to call the right. mailman? Like I right. don't know. I only have four people in my life. <laughs> So it was like a big production. And so we're doing it. We've got all the pins. We're doing it. <laughs> and um, we get to the back of it where it's about like, okay, if you're in an accident and you're brain dead, do you want the yeah. tubes in or do you want the tubes out? And like, keep in mind, we did all this before like you answer the questions and then they prepare it and then right. you just sign it it's not like right. this is like a surprise New party here right. <laughs> and we do the whole thing and i'm like okay so in this case there's a million scenarios and you have to think about it and we did this whole thing <laughs> so just sign it don't read it just sign it adam goes wait a minute tubes out i want the tubes in no <laughs> I was like, you're going to need tubes in a second <laughs> if you do not sign this piece of paper. Oh, and like, because my no. thing wasn't like, I didn't want him to like say it. It was like, this notary lady is going to be like, right. well, I can't. Right. Link, I'm recording. What? What's wrong? <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Well. Okay. We interrupted that first segment to deal with an emergency. A little trip to the ER. A little trip to the ER. Uh, <sighs> we were what I thought was rudely interrupted by my son, but it turned <laughs> out appropriately it interrupted. At all. Um, <sighs> I watched the footage back, and I would like to know your explanation for the following. So, like Lincoln comes in, you know, and he mm. says. You know, Mama, it's an emergency, and I'm like, "What was wrong?" You know, and then he says, "Dad has hurt his head," and and then I said, "Oh my God!" And I I get up, and then I grab my phone, which makes sense, and then I took off my jean jacket. Now, would you say that, that I was- did not even notice that? What? Like it was fast, but that was my instinct. Was like, <laughs> like what was I going to do? Triage? Like tourniquet? What was Sammy, that going to be? What was that? That is such a good example of how in the moment we have no, we just do what we think is the right thing. And yeah. was something it else like, was too- I didn't want to be encumbered. Yeah. By- you, it must've been like that. Like that was one theory. I then I thought down maybe, it was like, maybe it was like, cause I took my headphones off and maybe it was like, oh. I want, I thought everything ought to come off. Yeah. You didn't know where to stop. <laughs> Or, or was it like I suddenly got hot? You know, like the adrenaline. I'm hot. I gotta. Oh, it could have been that. 
Okay. It could have been that one. All of it, those are good theories. Okay. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of time to think about this. In the, wow. You know, That's theories. interesting to see what you do in that moment. Yeah. Of, I wanted to know if you had any insight, like what did, what was like, what do people like, uh, emergencies are weird and your brain yeah, does well, weird things. I, I always say one of my favorite expressions is an unusual response to an unusual situation is a typical slash usual response. Yeah, I guess so. Like you just... You don't know what to do in this weird <laughs> moment where like... And didn't he say, don't call 911 or you don't have to call 911 or something? Yeah, he said, Dada said, don't call 911. Okay, th- that was the only thing when I, w- I like drove home and I'm like calling Eli, I'm like, you'll never guess what happened. And he said, well, what, like, is he okay? What happened? And I said, the only thing that makes me feel like he's like not dead is that he said, Lincoln said, Adam said, don't call 911. That was a mistake. Like, Definitely. I was like, and just that, I'm like, we're not listening to Adam in this moment. Yeah. And when we got to the ER, the lady wasn't going to listen to Adam either because she was like, cause normally they don't let kids go back yeah. with you, but they couldn't let Adam just go by himself because he had a head injury. And yeah. so like they made an exception so we could all go in. But like, she was like, I don't think he's um, comprehending everything right now. <laughs> I was like, I think you're right. Because this a doofus didn't want me to call 911. Oh, no. But <laughs> his logic was um, that it would be faster. Like that sometimes it does take. But the, I think if, you know, we're in this situation again, we'd probably yeah. call 911. Um, so I had to drive this bleeding, like. Oh, my you know, God. Head injury in. It was so bad. But anyway, he um, has got nine staples in his head, and I'm thankful um, that it wasn't worse. I'm also thankful that it was election day, so Lincoln was there when it happened. Oh, um, my God, because what if he wasn't and you... <gasps> for real, he could have oh been laying God. out there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. Well, we're, like, yucking it up in here talking about poo stories and stuff. Right. Just my husband's bleeding okay. to death. Right. Oh, my God. And Sarah and I both... Uh, didn't miss the irony that I was talking about his end of life and living will plans when this occurred. That really teaches you not to make jokes. I'm like, this guy, he's going to need to be on life support. (laughs) Oh my God. I cannot believe that that happened. Me neither. And I know. You know, like how whenever oh somebody God. has like an accident or something and then the doctor's always like, if it had been one millimeter, yeah. you know, I always hate those, but I, now I get like sort of why you hold on to them because there is such a narrow yeah. margin of error yeah. where it could mean the difference. And so you're so thankful. Oh my God. Cause that's how I feel. Like that could, that was terrible, but it could have been uh, life changing. Oh, oh, oh. I hate to think about that. Life changing. Um, so we love, we love uh, Adam, and we oh my God. are thankful he's not on life support or in the ground. Oh and we God. hope he heals quickly. We sure do. Oh my God! Okay, You're so grateful <laughs> and like sending all of the like good yeah. vibes and everything to you and. Lincoln and Adam yeah. and like rest. And during his recovery, I'm going to be like, Hey, every day you got to drink some athletic greens. You got to nourish for that real. body for real though, but like also for, for the purposes of this show. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, it is so important. And luckily we have AG one every morning, get those vitamins, get those minerals on the go. I know Sarah is a loyalist. Now it's become a habit. We are on to our third container of it. Eli and I drink it every single morning. And I'll tell you one of the things that I have noticed, well, other people have even noticed, and you commented on it. Oh, yeah. My skin yeah. has been, dare I say, glowy. Yeah, I, I agree. I been, like it has totally changed. And that is the only thing I've changed. In my yeah. routine. That's right. it. Everything else is like same old, same old. But I added this and it gives me 
all the good stuff, all those greens yeah, that like help my skin and just like, I don't know, I would imagine it's kind of like, you know, I always say like we're like plants, like the mm-hmm. outside is kind of a reflection on the health of the inside. Yeah. And That's so, so it, true. it feels like, oh, I'm healthy on the inside. Yeah. And we were recording 15 minutes of blame the other day and I had to stop. And I was like, what are you doing with your skin? It looks so good. And she's like, I think it's athletic greens. And I'm like not wearing any makeup. It was like amazing. It was amazing. And we have a deal. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which I love, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash brain candy. That's athleticgreens.com slash brain candy and check it out. It's such an easy way to like, you know, improve your... Yeah. Routine. And if you're somebody like me who has ADHD, uh, vitamin D is a big, like important supplement that a lot of people with ADHD are, are lacking or low in. So, well, that is a good tip. Really helps. Um, okay. So on to happier things, I suppose. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) how bizarre. I feel like you're traumatized. No, I just like. Mm. It, it it's a sliding door moment. It's like it could things could be so different. I hate and those moments. I, I hate stuff like that. It freaks me out. Like I was, we were going to uh, that night. We went to Eli's, like a soft opening for a restaurant that Eli designed. And I'm like, I'm getting ready. I'm like doing my makeup, and I don't even know. Like Susie's at the hospital right now. Mm. Like this feels so weird. Uh-huh. Like this is not what the what is happening. I, it just felt like like I could only imagine what your family was dealing with that evening, and just yeah, it's it makes no, me it's no just good. makes my stomach just turn thinking about those feelings that everybody's experiencing. Yeah. Well, and you know how like whenever something like that happens to people, they're always like, you got to hug the people, hug your kids tighter, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get it. And like, I know that feeling, but like you cannot simulate no. like sort of a tragedy or the feeling of urgency. If you aren't experiencing that, it's just like you can't make somebody feel it, you know? Yeah. And so... I do have an appreciation though, so I'm just so glad that ah, I don't like to yeah. think about it. It was terrible. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Got any poo stories or something? <laughs> no. I have um so you know how I am. Like it, when Lincoln gets into something, then I I get into it. Got and to. so, you know, he's gotten into chess. So now I have to get into chess. And um like he doesn't make me, I just want to, you know? Yeah. But apparently this is like sweeping the nation. I don't know, something about like after the pandemic and then like TikTok and there's all these the Queen's kids. Gambit. Yeah, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. A lot of people are like taking up chess and a lot of kids are, which is great. Really? Hopefully more girls and uh, non-white people right. will start getting involved because my God. It's a real white sausage fest around the <laughs> chess boards historically anyway. But um, so then trying to learn the game, but it's, you know, it's not easy. And so I started thinking about the chess champions along the way. And so I got it, started watching all this stuff about Bobby Fischer. Do you remember? Yeah, Bobby? yeah, yeah. Okay. He predates us, of course, but like everyone talks about him. He's sort of like a pop culture figure. And I thought, movie searching for Bobby Fischer. Yeah, Yeah, but it's like, I don't think that movie is about him. Yeah, it's not. It just refers to him. Yeah. I don't know why. But he's just this sort of pop culture figure. And I thought, wonder what the heck ever happened to him. And you know, I love old gossip. So sure do. This is going to be great. So. I start getting into him, watching all these clips of him on Johnny Carson and like 60 Minutes and stuff. And I was just so bummed out because he descended into madness. No. <sighs> yeah. And like he he was a Jewish guy, um, but he uh, ultimately became a Holocaust denier. No. And, yes. And like um, obviously anti-Semitic. And um, are you kidding me? Can you believe No, I can't. I mean, I like that is bizarre. 
Right. And so then I was like, now I'm hooked. I got to like learn everything I can about Bobby Fisher because that I I need to, un, I need to solve the mystery of like, how would that even happen? You know? Right. And so of course I think that there's a connection between the type of genius that becomes mm-hmm. a chess master. Right. And then what can become illness right. and paranoia and all that. But like, what do you, how do you make sense of that? Because we all know that there is a fine line sometimes mm. between like extreme intelligence and then what can happen with that. Why yeah. do you think though that there's an overlap there sometimes? And then you got Albie Einstein who's like, just right. seems happy as heck. Yeah, that's a, t- it's, it's, it's a difficult one to even answer because it's, it's that um, uh, environment, what is it, epigenetics, mm-hmm. like your environment and your genetics and the circumstances and situations that happen to you, you know, it, I, I wonder when he started well, see, this is, like you know the, how I always say, this is the best part about old gossip is that, yeah. so you know the ending, yeah. so then you can go back and watch stuff and see if there's like clues yeah. from like the early days. And um, what I noticed is that, so he was known for being kind of like high maintenance, like a diva kind of thing where he wouldn't agree to a game if like um, the, the room was too cold or, mm-hmm. you know, like he would think somebody messed with my like chair like he was okay, he so would like already like kind of signs of paranoia yeah but then in, the media the... would always characterize it as um like oh this is he's doing that to like mess with his opponents mm-hmm. like this is like a power move a strategy and like i don't think it was no i, don't I think, think it was this either. is now we can see yeah. somebody who had like the seedling or germs of um conspiratorial or like yeah I wonder if that like almost falls into like kind of schizophrenia in a way. Like it sounds, but I don't think that that's it. I don't know what. He definitely ended up extremely paranoid and had these like, you know how sometimes when you're mentally ill, like political sort of extremist views and whatever. And like, but he... I think part of why he was so compelling to the world and why he people loved him at the time was that he was handsome, number one, and mm. he was kind of charming and funny, which you know how a lot of times the chess guys kind of like don't have a winning personalities. Right. <laughs> like they're not known when, for their when charisma. Your date, when, the, when your social uh, interactions are all with a, a chess board. Yeah. You don't get a lot of practice in the human-to-human interaction. Mm, well, game. I wonder, like, I don't think it's because they just, like, didn't have time. I think they just prefer not to. Correct. So yeah. it's like... Both. It serves a function. Yeah. The I could be really focused on chess, so I don't have to engage in that way and face rejection in that way or, or whatever, put myself out there, be vulnerable. I'm going to do this but then it's Instead. not like um, they get super into checkers. Like there's something about chess that <laughs> attracts that kind of mind also. Yeah. And so anyway, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It just bums me out because yeah. even at the end of his life, after he was clearly like off the deep end, he mm-hmm. still was kind of interesting and funny and said things that weren't cuckoo crazy all the time. Like he, Mm -hmm. he had elements of like whatever, but anyway, he died when he was 64. There's 64. Oh, that's young. Chess board. Wow. Yeah. People. How would he die of? Um, they said that it, you know, it was sort of like elements of the mental illness, but he didn't take medicine that helped for his kidney because he thought it was like, Okay. I don't know, poison yeah, or this, something. This is so then he died. Like kind of but his mom abandoned him and she taught him never to admit that he was Jewish. So like we can see 
these mm. components like then morphing into like yeah. self-hating maybe. Yeah. Or maybe uh-huh. if that, if she says never admit you're Jewish because that'll keep you safe, then that goes to some extreme of maybe like I feel and the mind does weird things. Like it could tell him that it's in danger. And so he goes to some very delusional coping strategy to, to, to almost create the illusion of safety. Bums me out. Totally. That's like, come on, Bobby. Very, like... Wow. And then there's got to be something like, it sounds like such a disorganized mind mm. that maybe chess provided that organization. It was like the place where he could organize all of the thoughts. And that's the only place they existed in an organized way. I mean, maybe because, you know, it is a game of memory, memorizing yeah. a, a lot of stuff, but there are infinite number of right. moves. So like that can make you, oh. your brain hurt. You know, and then I don't, I can't remember. I think that this was in the, the, how to change your mind about psychedelics and its effect on people who had schizophrenia or had the, the, um, were predisposed to schizophrenia. Okay. That there was something about how your mind created more possibilities and options for you rather than narrow it, narrowing the possibilities uh, when you do psychedelics and where that is dangerous or can pose a, a, a threat or have some consequences is if you already are predisposed to schizophrenia and you your mind already has the wirings to see all the possibilities and then you yeah it's too oh, much it's too much mm-hmm. and so that is that kind of sounds a little bit like there's some strange overlap there in infinite possibilities and infinite possibilities in, in weird, bizarre theories. You know, what will impress me is when we have a chess champion who's like amazing, but also like gets married and like can hold a conversation, has kids and stuff. Right. Cause whatever, like even there's a new one, Magnus Carlson, he's like known as the best in the world. And Whenever you go to their Wikipedia and their personal life section, it's always like, he loves uh, learning state capital. You know, it's like right. never about relationships or. Is this like the young guy who there was all the controversy around yes. about cheating and In how. Okay. Yes. But, but I, <laughs> Suze, I, I, I was going to talk about this story months ago, but there like wasn't enough information. And then it was all just like hearsay. And I'm like, I can't come in talking about how like the chess community is outraged or like pointing the finger at this guy thinking that he's cheating with his butthole. And we are not kidding when we say that. Like the chess community believes that this guy was cheating and he'd previously admitted to cheating, but didn't admit how. And people think that he's doing it with some like... Like by cl- like he has a, a, a buzzer in a, his butt or something. Yes, yeah, and that he's like clenching it based on what the who I the fuck know. knows. Well, I don't. Think How he do you is. cheat with a butt plug? I don't. <laughs> I don't think he is. I think what I said earlier about the conspiratorial mindset and the paranoia yeah. maybe is common in the community. <laughs> you hear what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So well, like, and like the idea that somebody beat them in a chess game is too difficult to yeah. entertain. It's yeah. easier to think he There's must be cheating. Scenarios. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. And it's <laughs> it's so funny, but I don't think he did. And like Magnus, when he was like twelve or thirteen. They brought in like the Russian all-time champ, some guy like 60 years old by then, brought him in to play him like in a game. And the guy comes in 30 minutes late, which they all do. It's some sort of weird thing. And then he sits down, doesn't say hi, doesn't acknowledge his competitor, plays the whole game, loses to the 12-year-old Magnus, 
and then walks away the end. They never talk or whatever. Like these people are a little that's bit. That's weird. That's, that's weird. That's why like, everyone was like, yes, Bobby Fisher. He's interesting and funny and nice. And then he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It, Bobby. Because they're, it's like that. Like they're, they're, like they're what do you call it when, when somebody is a kid, a child, prodigy. Prodigy. They yeah. all have this like, we're, we were child prodigy, like, uh, and we're yeah. so important. And now you're the and, old guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're like, come on. Like now you're regular. Yeah. This I mean, was really great when you sucks. were in kindergarten, but <laughs> right. you know. Now you got to lose the toad, dude. <laughs> right. We're not impressed anymore. Not with impressed. The old. I'll tell yeah. you what I am impressed with, and that is Chime Banking. Anything that'll help save a little money. You said it. Because I know there's a lot of people who struggle with their credit. It gets messed up. Oh, yeah. Maybe something went wrong. Lots of things. Divorce. All kinds of things can affect Life. your credit. Life uh, maybe going on the real world because that yeah. really messed mine up. I'm not kidding. There she goes with her relatable content. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but Chime has a credit builder visa credit card that you can start building that credit back up with your own money through on-time payments and small everyday purchases. So it's like very doable. And members see an increase of 30 points to their credit Scores on average. Start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. Signing up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. And get started at Chime.com slash Brain Candy. That's Chime.com slash Brain Candy. Here we go. Ready? Here it is. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank and A pursuant to license from Visa USA Chime Checking Account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Based on a study conducted by Experian Credit Builder, members observed an average of 30-point FICO score, 8 increase after 8 months with regular on-time payments. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. I swear they keep making it longer. Just that to was see long. I think so. That I was like, wow, good job, sis. Chime, well done. please give me a challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's. I'll keep you posted on my Man. chess progress. Yeah, so let hard. me know how it goes. It's... Thank you. I've also been intrigued recently by. Um, <sighs> do you know Marilyn Vossavant, the smartest or the person with the highest IQ? Her IQ is. 230 and she did the ask Marilyn column in the parade magazine for 30 years. Do you remember that? Nope. No idea. I always used to look for it in the Sunday paper and parade magazine. Wow. It was just like a little column where people would ask her either like logic questions, like, you know, famous ones, or they would just ask her like stuff that they thought of like, Hey, what do you think of this? And then she would tell her answer i love this i love her i've always loved her and um so i was watching interviews with her and it is as annoying as you can imagine like male interviewers interviewing this the 230 iq lady oh and she's pretty oh god tell me everything tell me everything okay well like First of I'm all, already, first of all, wait, before you say no, this, I ahead. have to say, I'm annoyed that I don't know who the woman with the highest IQ is, but we all know who the men who have the really high IQs That's are. So we true. all know like Stephen Hawking and we all, I almost said Stephen King, but I didn't. So. <laughs> but you know but what, Sarah? I was so close. <laughs> maybe the reason is something I wanted to talk about, which is that okay. why in God's name, like no offense to Marilyn, but like right. you have a 230 IQ and your job is writing for Parade Magazine. Oh, right. Stephen Literally. Hawking actually did some shit that right. helped us. Right. Like, Please. lady. Yeah. You're not helping here. Right. Like she's like, hmm, I'm smart, and I'm just gonna kick back and like answer a couple. Yeah. I mean, maybe she is I mean, the smartest. Or I mean, I, to me, I'm like, oh. she's doing less. Right, that <laughs> works smarter, not harder. I mean, some would say, okay, these guys fair, are dummies. But like, wouldn't you want to make a difference? Yeah. Like, come on, she certainly could have done more than that. Right. So. I guess that's why we don't, most people don't really know her, but 
the thing that I hated was how like she would go on these shows and they would always say like, aren't men intimidated by your, your intelligence and stuff like that? Like they would never ask Stephen Hawking if women were right. intimidated by his. Right. What did brain. she say? Um, she usually would like try to get out of it, but in one interview, she was just like, "Yeah, a lot of them are, and it sucks." Yeah. <laughs> like I think she had trouble finding a decent guy that like didn't have a chip on his shoulder about it. Right. Right. Um, but they... did she try dating a Jewish man? <laughs> I think she ended up. Well, he's a doctor, so odds are. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because I'm like, they are smart and they know how and to And they pick like a smart lady. Smart women. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what she ended up doing. But I mean, like. I'm not intimidated by them. She just. One thing I really liked about her is that whenever they would refer to her as the smartest person in the world, she would say, no, that's not accurate. I. I have the highest score on the right. IQ test and right. most people haven't taken an IQ test. Right. Right. And I think there are probably a lot of people who are, would score really high on it who just have never had the opportunity all over the world. Right. And I really appreciate that she said that. Or there, like how the test is even written and the questions on there. Like I remember reading some study that was about like counting and math and if you give children in, I think it was in some city, some major city in South America that I can't remember now, but if you gave them like a, a math sheet with adding and subtracting, they failed. But if you gave them money and told them to, and like turn, they could like, they were like selling things on the street and were giving correct change since they were like very young right. and all of them would were crushing it if you changed it into a like material or item that they were familiar with like they were familiar with doing math with money so they were able to crush it with math yeah. in that way but if it's like things that are are foreign to you or then you right and it's sort of like okay so much. a bunch of white guys made right. a test that White guys are really right. good at, right. and then they say that's the definitive way you measure yeah. intelligence. And thankfully, she had the humility to be like, "I mean, this is a flawed system, and yeah. I'm really good at taking this test." They had her taking it like every year. Oh. I mean, she was like, because like, it really, I think, was like hard to believe that someone could score that God. high. So, any hoodles. I find those fun to watch. There was one with David Letterman that was so cringy. Oh, no. I think she was trying to be, like, funny because it was, you know, Letterman. Right. And at one point uh. he goes, I don't think you're the smartest person in the world. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cringe. Like, she's trying to flirt with him and stuff. This is a good... I like how you gave us two stories of... Uh, intelligent man and intelligent woman who like present with like high IQs chess champion but this right. is it, it really does ask the question of like how do we measure intelligence and what really matters like for real you know I always think like if you were to ask an octopus who like how intelligent a human is they'd be like a person thing that thing can't even change colors. Yeah, he'd be like, "You mean what, my pets? what a dummy?" Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. You only have two arms. What can you do? And you don't even yeah. feel with them, really. Yeah, Sarah. See, you get it. I mean, yeah. So it's just like we, we, we how we measure intelligence is. But the subjective. the bottom line is that the the game is rigged, so you do have totally. to kind of learn how to play it. So I was like looking up like how to raise your. I thought you were going to say how to play chess. That's oh. no, <laughs> I am Googling that too. Yeah. Um, but that's oh. why I downloaded how I, uh, your This Changes Everything Headspace app because you can increase your IQ by like 20 points if you meditate. Wow. I, I didn't even like, know that one. That's a great incentive because sometimes I, I, well, meditate, but I really don't enjoy it, you know. That is, and having exercise. a motivation to do anything. Yeah. 
will keep you doing it. And what I think it's hap- is really happening there is you are creating mental bandwidth. You are clearing up space in your brain. Yeah. And there's when no you doubt do about that, it. there's no, there's It's great for every reason. For, but that was one that was like, all right, I'll get back on this habit. Okay. Because sometimes it makes you, you think smarter. like, I don't want to do it. Right. Like, Why is that? That every single thing that's good for us, we're so know. resistant to doing. I really don't understand this. It makes me so mad. Okay. There's got to be some biological explanation for that. We yeah. What it, What it. could it be though? I don't know. Because evolutionarily, you'd think right. that we'd have like that. Okay. Drive for that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I honestly, uh, right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. Next up, have you, I'm sure maybe not, but if you're on TikTok, you might have like this stupid, I'm so mad about it. The mur- the Chicago serial killer no. story. I have not been on TikTok in a minute. And- See, I think... This is good for you. Like, good for everyone. Yeah. Because, like, it's 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 a cesspool. I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm going to participate because I have to, but right. I'm mad about it. So, apparently, there were splats. Our brainiac yeah. notified me that there was this potential serial killer in Chicago. And I was like, what? I am excited because we haven't had one in so long. It's been a minute. <laughs> Because the cameras and stuff. So I was like, this is great news, except terrible, of course. Let me find out more. And then it turns out that basically TikTokers, and especially this one guy, just decided to like call it a serial killer because like there's some unsolved murders in or unsolved deaths, I should say, in Chicago of people like turning up in the freaking river. Okay. That's kind of what happens when you have a river right. or any body of water. Like things happen. Sometimes mm-hmm. people Boating take their accidents. own lives. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, they get drunk and then stumble mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. plop right in there. Sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But just because they're unsolved doesn't mean like right. there's some smiley face killer. Why oh, are they calling no. him that? They named it. <laughs> yeah, they okay. named it. <laughs> And so this, and you know how like the TikTokers always use these words that make them feel important. Like they'll say like, in my investigation, what, your yeah. Google search? Shut up, right. Todd. Yeah. And, ah! <laughs> and they'll be like, I- I'm going to be providing them my evidence to detectives. Right. They don't want it. Narrowing down suspects. It. They love that. Do they? I don't know. It yeah. feels right. From like, you know. Everyone in the world down to like just people in Chicago. That's their narrowing it down. Oh my God. Mm. Were so there basically. Thing, were there connections between all of them? Like where'd they no. get the smile? Oh, okay. This guy This is actually does a big disservice to like this, this, this should be obstruction of justice or, or infringing upon a, yeah. ongoing investigation or something or whatever. I just, see, yeah. I used that word. I don't even know if infringement is that even right. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds right. Um, Law enforcement keeps saying like, please let us do our job. <sighs> right. We're good. But anyway, he had to apologize because he basically made it up. He he said that <gasps> like he um, was... Wait, Ad, do you want to say hi to Sarah? Oh my God. So she, it's like proof of life. Please, right. I was like, is that our victim uh, slash survivor? He goes, I'm just grabbing some painkillers. Oh, Adam. Look at He's alive. Oh. Uh, say hello to, to everyone. Hi. See, oh, my God. Okay? I'm so glad you're okay. Yeah. I'm so glad She's you're so not glad dead. You're okay. you're oh, not, yeah. Not dead. That was painful. Can you, I can't can imagine. Not really. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. There's still like 10 staples in it. Yeah. 
This is this is for the video version, folks. <laughs> this is bonus content. Bonus. Oh, He's doing it like for clout. You need to big rest. Y shaped, deep gash in the back of my head. Oh my god. Yeah, it was bad. I felt bad for Link. He was like watching. He was it all. a hero, though. I said that yeah. to him. He yeah, he was really a hero. Good. Yeah, he did. He, he coped with it better than I did. Oh, That's really good. You taught him well. Oh. But like the um, see, it's it's okay, oh, you know. It's okay. Wasn't that day though? Okay, no. so oh, he God. basically said one day he was walking home from a bar late at night, and like some car passed and was sort of like suspiciously like maybe going too slow or something, and it like got him thinking about like what if what you know, if they put took you and put you in the car and whatever, and so like all these people that would go to clubs got scared because they that's fucked up. It is, man. Well. Mm. What you think he's like doing like safety first? No, I don't. But I'm saying I'm I'm I'm. Is it fucked up? Yes. But is this just the new? Is this a modern version of urban legends? I guess so. But in you urban know? legends, we always just did it to scare each other. We weren't trying to pretend like we were this going to solve right. the mystery or something. Right. Yeah. And it's just yeah it's just weird. It's a weird thing to do. And then he. The people that have loved ones who have died unexplained That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, in the area were interested in him, of course. And he has a thing where you can pay 30 bucks to no. Zoom with him 15 minutes. And so like the victim's families would try to Zoom him nope. and he would just That's not show up because he was like, knew he was a fraud. Oh, this guy. That's gross. Is really gross. Yeah, man. He's a so. scammer. Yeah, and he's like, he just wants to feel important. So do something important. Yeah. You and right. Marilyn Vosavant can go get get going and get a little to more do ambitious. Something. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sad. Oh, I'm happy to say there's no serial killer, but I'm sad to say like there's no sort of like, you know, recourse for the, like. Does he get in trouble or something for this? Mm-mm. No, he's just gonna get more no, followers really. and more likes. That's what it has. What happens. Um, man. Oh, and like, if you read the articles about it, the law enforcement is like, there is no serial killer. Like yeah. there's no connection to these various right. things. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous. It may, it, it, it changes how people see things and view the evidence as it is. Like you can't do that. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, glad we're on the same page. Yeah. What do you think about? Like, um, are you familiar with Mr. Beast? Yes. Are I, you? And, I, and only recently because oh. I I saw, I read an article that said like he like bought a town and like is like everybody's living there, like who is like employed through him. And then I'm in the grocery God. store and they have like Mr. Beast energy bars. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is like a whole world that I don't really know about, but totally exists. Yeah, he's like one of the most successful YouTubers. And he started early enough that he grew and grew. And then he was smart enough to sort of just take all of the money from, Mm -hmm. you know, sponsorships and stuff and like put it back into it by giving away money. But then you get more views, so then Mm -hmm. you get more money. And it just became Mm -hmm. like exponential. But one of his kind of gimmicks now, and believe me, that's all he does is gimmicks, is um, like he'll buy, I guess they're like cochlear implants or like, okay, yeah, you know, hearing devices for people with impairment. And I just hate it with all my heart because Mm. it's very much like inspiration porn. Yeah. And that thing where like, it doesn't matter. He doesn't provide any of the nuance of like, these devices are not, they don't cure deafness. Mm-hmm. They can allow you to have this like sort of simulation of hearing when you're wearing it. But then like when you take it out, you're still, mm-hmm. you, you're, you can't be, you can't hear. And there's no information like that or nuance right? or really encouragement of people to like, regular people to learn sign language, for example. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like the band aid <laughs> solution. Yeah, and then is t- what he's providing. Like Yeah. There's a band aid. Here's a band aid, but also like 
I'm going to profit off of it, Mm -hmm. but look like I'm being charitable. Mm -hmm. And I'm just bummed out about it because I think a lot of people in the deaf community are just annoyed by it. Yeah. It kind of reduces them, I think, to a spectacle. Right. And And it just makes hearing people feel good. Yeah, for sure. And I remember seeing the movie uh, Sound of Metal, so freaking good, where uh, he ends up like really wanting the implant and gets the implant and doesn't even like it. Like the sound isn't what you think it would be. It's it's not like, oh, here you go, the gift of being able to hear like, and it's kind of ableist in a way. Like Yeah, like a- able people always think yeah. like, don't you want to be like us? Right? And they're like, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so annoyed by that. Oh, and I'm sure you saw maybe in the news that doofus YouTuber who decided to crash, crash the, plane. the plane. Yeah. Can you what believe he thought that was a great idea? What a dummy. People could have been killed. Yes. So this YouTuber goes up in a plane. It's one of those tiny little, whatever they call them, maybe like a single engine type of deal. Yeah. And sure. then jumps out, you know, skydives or whatever. And then the plane obviously crashes and he did it on purpose just for like clout or views or whatever. Yeah. He might get 20 years. Well, you know what? I think people should get this, the, the, uh, uh, I don't know, like. Consequence for sure. Yeah. Like this is because. It feels like we so often see people benefit and like get, I don't know, a payout from these dumb decisions. I feel like it's about time that it goes in the other direction. Right. You know? Like on one hand, I can't believe it. Like really, you thought this was a great idea. But then on the other hand, I'm just like, well, yeah, this is what they do. They just keep upping the ante. Right. I mean, that's what we talk about. So I'm like not surprised when people die if they're, when they're doing those like hanging off the edge of it. Like, what what are you doing? Stop it. What are those people called? Dummies. (laughs) Morons. Morons. Ledge. I forget what those guys are called. And then they posted videos of themselves hanging off of skyscrapers. I hate it. I hate it. It makes my, it makes my fingers and toes curl. Mm. Nope, 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 no, 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 nope, nope. I'm, I'm good. Fuck that. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. It makes me feel dizzy just thinking about it. We're dummies. (laughs) I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. There was a great article in the New York Times that I would recommend. Um, It was about, um, I wish I could remember the title, but it was basically that she was an Asian American and her parents, actually when she came to the U.S., she was three. So she had a Chinese name, but then, you know, you pick, sometimes you pick like a name to assimilate, Mm -hmm. an English sounding name. So when she was three she got to pick and the only Asian American she knew was Connie Chung. And so she chose Connie and, um, she thought it made her special. And then when she went to college, she realized that like there are a gazillion Asian Connie's that really? were named after Connie Chung. Really? Yeah. I didn't know was, that. Me neither. That's and funny. she said that like, 
like you start to realize that it means so much to oh, have someone to look up to. Yeah, representation and how matters Connie so was. much. And so the article was cool because you know how like people, including me, sort of lament the digital culture for journalism and how like you kind of miss holding a newspaper, maybe you're a magazine mm-hmm. or something. Oh, well, yeah. What is cool is how um, they can do articles that have more life to them, like the New York Times article where you scroll down and you start to see like moving images of Connie meeting them and all the Connies together. <laughs> and it was just so cute. And then they showed pictures of some of the Connies and then their moms and wait, was it a Connie Con? <laughs> they didn't call it that, but they totally shut up. I was like, "Are you going to tell me that this is because I know you're at a conventions now, Suze. So <laughs> they this is a Connie Con. Con. Come on, it's a Con Con. That is such a disappointment. What a wa- what a wasted <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> a waste. Come on. I know you're so right. It's just really sweet and like I. I was thinking, like, let's say you you and your family moved to Asia. Like, switching your name is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be hard for you to go over and you don't... You're not Sarah anymore. You'd have to be whatever. Right. That would be really difficult. And I but probably yet would, they all did. I would pick somebody who I, like, related to or... Yeah. And it would end up being like a pop star or something, like somebody on TV. Yeah, like K-pop or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's cool. And Connie Chung is a real character. You know how she's married to Mari Povich, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a weird match. I think that every time I think about them, I'm just like, I can't see. Why do you think? Because you know how Mari and Connie were both successful in journalism? And then Mari was like, you know what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go a different route. Yeah. Because even like when he, Mari had that talk show, for many years it was like legit. You know, he was trying to be like more Oprah style mm-hmm. or Phil Donahue or something. Yeah. But then yeah. like one time they did the You Are the Father. You're, right. And it was like gangbusters <laughs> and then never looked back. The, it. I mean, it's never not a story. Right. So you it's know? like... No matter how many times you do it, people still want to know. Yes. Are you? Yeah. The father. Right. And would you, if you were him, would you feel like you sold out? Yes. Do you think he does? Without hesitation. I mean, uh, uh, he can like cry on his bags of money, so. Okay, wait, let me ask you this. Who do you think's a bigger sellout? Uh Mari? Uh Uh-huh. Or Judge Judy? Mari. Tell me why. Because I kind of think it's Judy. Because uh, she came from... She was a judge. That's even more respected than just like a talk show host or journalist. Uh, okay, or okay, okay, okay. I mean, she's still that's a, judge. a good. Know. That's a good argument. Huh. I mean... But... Maybe you think there's nothing wrong with Judge Judy. The show, but I mean, it isn't known for its like mm. elegance or anything. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I feel like they're a tie now. Like, <laughs> can they be? Because okay, here's here's why I say Mari, Mori, Mari, Mori. You're you're right, Mori. Uh, he's a one trick pony. Fair. Judge Judy, she's judging all kinds of cases. She's bringing me the humor. <laughs> For for all different yeah. situations. And maybe it's even more impressive that you're and still justice. a judge and you're entertaining. Right. It's not, so, not easy. And he's just opening a manila envelope. Yeah. Sell out. Yeah, he's he's not even conducting the paternity right. test. Right. All right, I'll take that. You're right. Yeah. But I guess what I'm getting at is I think Judge Judy could have done better. <laughs> I mean, she also crying on her money. Like, a lot of money. So much money. Oh, my God. And I remember so. she an interview where she said, like, she works, like, two days a month, I think. Because they oh my do God. a bunch of them. Yeah. And, Suze, you and I are sitting here with 
with yeah, upper right. le- like higher degrees and we're just doing 7 million episodes of a podcast so <laughs> no you ready Listen, to sell out or what are you out of your mind like i've believe me if the religion store were hiring <laughs> i would work there but like i would right. probably here's what it would have happened if people what cared happens? to pay therapists then for most people that get a phd in religious studies and then become a professor you even if you get a tenure track job at a university which is really hard to do you end up in like butte creek iowa making forty thousand dollars a year dealing with gen z and their dumb excuses on why they can't go to class that day because they have trauma or something oh my god i would hate it yeah you're right you're right you're right this is way better and i'm thinking now about how all these kids are having chat GPT write their essays and stuff. Oh, my God. Like, I would not want to be in that business. No, me neither. So I just I saw I something that online thing. that said uh, the difference between, like, a, a millennial and a, a Gen Z employee is, like, the the boomer boss asked the Gen Z employee to bring him 50 sheets of paper. And the Gen Z employee, like gives the boss 50 sheets of paper and the boss like, these are warm. He goes, yeah, I didn't want to count them all out. So I just typed in 50 to the printer and hit print uh, blank pages and the printer counted them out for me. And I was like, damn, I would have never thought of that in a million years. Wow. So you're sort of like, they got, they got it. They know what's up. Like, I mean, in a way that's smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. That's like, like, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't just, know which I, is the better way. I have a relaxed to grind with those guys. <laughs> Nobody has like written in mad at my Gen Z rants yet. I don't know if like my yeah, time is Gen coming. Gen Z's not listening to us. I'm wondering. I'm thinking they're not. Okay. Yeah. Their moms are. Yeah. Well, hey they guys. Get it then. <laughs> we see you. We are you. Well, but like. Okay, so like my son is Gen Z. We're the problem. We're the ones that made these people. It's yeah. not like I'm totally blaming them. Right. I'm saying like hey. we did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, what did we do? By listening to these bozos. My son yeah. genuinely thinks he has that we're a democracy in our family. We each have an <laughs> equal vote. I'll be like, wait a minute. I don't think that's how this goes. No. Oh, that's um, okay, let me see. I think, well, I keep thinking about, do you remember the documentary about the amazing Randy? Did you ever watch that? The Honest Liar? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did you? The magician and that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to take that for Doc Club next time. I think you should because it's like vague and I feel like there was a lot to talk about. Like in my memory, I know it was really good and I know there's a lot to talk about. It's great because he devoted his life, like he was a you know magician or whatever, but then he started to just make it his job to tell the world about charlatans and people who were also doing tricks, right. but then pretending they had special powers. Like Lum Psychic, so, yeah. Like he, he did that to like a televangelist who was pretending like to heal people and know what yeah. they were afflicted with but really like his wife was in his earpiece being yes. like they have arthritis because they would write it on the prayer cards yes and then the wife would read them and whatever so like people like that who would prey upon vulnerable people yeah big focus of him was um john edward who's been on the show right i mean what am i what is that Interesting noise. It sounded like a dog that? shaking, or it sounded like somebody running with with uh, flippers down the hall. Right now, I'm, I have PTSD. Like I know, saying, I would do, too. Too. I'm like, what's that noise? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what that was, but at any rate, yeah. and like, but I think it would be fun for Dog Club because like, it's going to talk about astrology. Yeah. It's going to talk about about psychics, mediums, all of it. And I think this would be a real fun convo. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I'm into it. Even cerebral people really want to believe. Yeah. And he won't put up with it. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Good pick. All right. Well, at any rate, um, thank you for Man. standing by us throughout that yeah. journey we took on this episode. Man. That began with me making fun of Adam's oh my God. end of life tubular issue. And then he almost needed it. I can't believe it. I will have to have him look through that book again. Yeah, just double check, make sure everything, get that notary back. And, you know, we covered a lot of smart people today. We did. We did. IQ Mm -hmm. tests, who needs them? There's no serial killer in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah, to uh, the chagrin of many, but... Yeah, it was kind of an episode about people who have obsessions. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And then, you know... I'm going to have to do a poll to see what people think, Mari or Judge Judy. I think it's a good poll. All right. Thanks so much for using our codes and subscribing and all that. You guys, you all are the best. We love you. We'll see you next time.